call is important to us. Please continue to hold, and we'll be with you shortly. Thank you for holding. How can I be of service to you today? Yes, I have this recurring charge on my monthly statement, and I can't figure out what it's for. Well, we'll certainly do our best to help you. What does the charge say on your statement? Well, it's a $275 charge. And it just says Iraq War. Yes, ma'am, that is correct. The Iraq War cost the average American family over $16,000 since the war started. Are you kidding? Well, I never signed up for that. I'm oh, sorry, ma'am. You don't sign up for the Iraq War charge. We have you enjoyed your war so far. It's a standard charge for all Americans. Have you gotten a picture of who they are? Well, that doesn't make any sense. It's a man in a cave. Yeah, no shit. Good morning and welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Comrades, well, now you're all out of money. You're not going to have any food and you're going to eat the bugs. We just accomplished part of that mission with the FTX failure. So get ready because it's not even done yet. You have no idea what you're talking to or about. And hopefully this asshole that's coming on here to talk to you 
you do not understand or pay attention to her because it will only help you. Have a great day. You read my book, The Great Reset. Auto oh, no, that asshole Alex Jones is copying me and Grand Black and everybody else who don't pay attention to them either. Listen to me. Have a great day. Welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. It just comes out, man. Sorry. I don't, I don't want to tell you. Today is, uh, what is it? Saturday. <laughs> My ass is up at fucking, f- well, it was up at three. And I picked up, all right, I'm just explaining things here. There's going to be so many disclaimers here. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention, please. Okay. For the third time, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today, Saturday, November 12th, which is actually my former wedding anniversary. I'm like, wait a minute. Date, 1988. So what, that eight, five? No, that'd be three, two. What would it be? 34 years. I would be married. Hmm. Right? 1988 and four is two. So, yeah. Hmm. Well, I I wanted it to last forever. I'm not going to go into that. Although that will be connected into this. Uh, wow. A lot of shit flying through my fucking head. Like, wow. I cannot stress how all this is connected uh, personally for me. And I'm going to share it with you. So anyway, once again, for the fourth time, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is November 12th, 2022. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use it your own risk. Shows copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without our written consent. Or you can just ask. And finally, this show is opinionated. The hosts, especially me, callers, guests, co-hosts, people the naughty in the chat room are and always will be opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever. Should opinion be taken as advice? If you're seeking professional advice, go, don't go to FTX. Uh, we strongly suggest that you find a, a licensed person in his or her field i fucked all that up little tommy anyway this is all opinions my experience not advice again 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 because i'm concerned about this people are gonna jump in or fast forward or whatever because they don't want to hear my horseshit introduction if you bypass that that's on you this is not financial advice This is my opinion, my experience on getting fucked like some people just did. And I really don't know what it's going to take for y'all to wake up. 
rigged elections, fucking fiat money, banking system, fractional reserve lending, usury fucking rates. I, I mean, really? And now a lot of people got hurt, and that's what upsets me. And the negative negativity is not directed at you. People lost money. Hello? And you know why? Because you're stupid. That's that's why I lost money. To a certain degree. To a certain degree. It's not all my fault. It's all your fault. You're going to have people that prey predators, regardless of fill in the blank and what a, what a predatory action they are doing to others whether it's false profiles and celebrities and famous people on Instagram or Twitter or whatever to people that, oh, wow, do you know anything about crypto and this and that? So, hey, you should do this and fucking no, take care of you. And then they take your fucking money, uh, which was in the Bahamas, and it's gone. Whether it was stolen, this and that, hacked. It's the point is your account says zero. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at you. I'm not I'm not laughing at the it I'm laughing at the irony and the sarcasm. And in the technique that what they're trying to do to pound the piss out of basically Bitcoin and i.e. the crypto market because it's the last, my opinion, at least for me, for sure, at 58, losing everything, everything. How fun is that, kids? My neck just cracked. Did you hear that? <laughs> I think I heard it. I heard it through the mic. So if you heard, you heard something like a, that was my neck. I mean, when you're on this side of it now, because I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure people, all Tim talks about is how he lost everything and fucking this and that, whatever, you know, really getting tired of it is I got all this money in FTX and I don't know what he's talking about. I'm doing great. Uh, yeah. Until today. So how many of you guys is grandma, grandpa, kids that are just starting out and want to get into the bandwagon? In my opinion, I was going to finish this sentence. Crypto, uh, Bitcoin, you know, I'm going to explain all this. Okay. Maybe, maybe now you'll listen. Maybe now you'll be like, maybe now you'll do your homework. This is like the so-called election. There's no election fraud. You can't cheat the machines. You can't do this. You can't do that. That may be true. But a very interesting um, show yesterday on Alex Jones with Mike Lindell, the pillow guy that's been on this shit ever since 2020. There's a couple things here, and this goes with what I'm saying here. Okay. Everything is being politicized. 
you can't even bring something up without right away going into, well, other things for that matter, race, social injustice, inequality, uh, politics. You have to reprogram your mind and quit being reactionary. And if you want to get pissed at me, feel free. I've been a sounding board and a punching bag my entire fucking life. Feel free. If it makes you feel better, do it. And on that note, I do not have the chat room open. I usually do not have the chat room open. Because I'm having a conversation, well, essentially with myself, but I'm having a conversation with you. And the chat room is there for you guys to comment but nine times out of 10, the chat room becomes its own entity. And you guys will be in there talking about f- fucking baking a cake recipes and this and that. Nine times out of 10, the chat room is not even what I'm talking about. Except if it's in an interview. So I don't pay a lot of attention to the chat room. Now, I would love to have a co-host or a monitor or uh, a gatekeeper. You're like, Tim, uh, you know, people are trying to get your attention on the chat room. Can you, can you at least look at it? Sure. I'm not being a dick. It's like me having a conversation with somebody else. Or you're trying to watch a movie and your fucking kids keep interrupting. You can't, you, you can't focus on something that needs your attention if somebody else is begging for your attention okay so i i just have to get that out there this is going to be one of those things number one again this show is never scripted so i can't go back to oh i was going to talk about this that and everything else it's all coming out of thin air off the ether out of the ether okay So give me a break, because then if I go into the chat room and then I go to what you're talking about, then my energy and direction and thought goes to that, which is fine. But don't think I'm ignoring you, because I don't even, I have Payday Monsanto, by the way, that's the guy that uh, sings that song. Uh, For some reason, I'm stumbling back to him. I don't know why, but I have permission to use that. He gave me permission to use that. I'm sure all the copyright fucking bots and uh, algorithms are going nuts right now. So my show is probably going to be muted because, oh, you use copyrighted material. Um, Why don't you ask me first? Again, guilty till proven innocent. Because we live in America. Okay. So again, one more time. I am not giving financial advice. I am talking about experience. I am talking about what I see, my opinion, in this horrible FTX thing. I'm trying to pull it up, and it won't even let me do it, so I don't even know what the hell's going on. Um, oh, it took me right to the exchange. See, and this is something else I have to explain. You all are being like, see, i got to be careful when I say that. Oh, well, it's not everybody doing it. You know, whatever. Okay. It's just, it's just a definitive term of, well, I'll put it this way. See, I'm going to change. 
choose my words. Some of you got fucked sideways and not even kissed. Okay. Doesn't that suck? And and <laughs> I'm not saying I'm laughing again because I'm, it happened to me more than once. And I mean, this is enough for someone, God forbid, to take a gun and put it in her mouth and pull the fucking trigger. And I am not saying to do that. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> One thing people kept telling me, Tim, it'll get better. Tim, it'll get better. Tim, it'll get better. Tim, it'll get better. And it kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So, so much so that I lost everything. This, this FTX thing is like, is like nothing for me. Okay. Because this has happened to me. By hook or by crook or whatever, my assets have been taken from me. I lost them. Okay. Everything. Not just some FTX fucking account. Everything. Do you understand that? Okay. So take this. Not to put gas on the fire. Take here. You lost your FTX funds. They're gone. However, gone is gone. Zero, zero. Doesn't matter how. Gone. Your house is gone. Your second house is gone. Your business is gone. Your family is gone. Your guitar music stuff, gone. Your retirement, gone. Zero, zero, zero. Do a balance sheet on your asset side, assets and liabilities. Do a balance sheet, net worth. Every asset, zero, 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 zero. Do you get my point? I'm going to beg of you, please fucking listen to what I'm saying. Not for my benefit. There's no books. There's no experience. There's none. There's none of this. Just like a divorce. The divorce books I bought were bullshit. For some of you that are going through that. The best program I found was Divorce Care, which is a national, usually through churches. Phenomenal. Wonderful. Probably saved my fucking life. But as far as a book goes, there ain't any out there. The best book that can relate to divorce is It's Okay That You're Not Okay. Dealing with loss, which is really this. It's a financial. But so much. The most damaging, grieving loss a human can experience is the loss of a loved one, um, specifically by death. So your husband or one of your kids, which is God awful. But the second one is divorce. Okay. It's called, it's okay that you're not okay. That's the book for that. If you're going through any grieving processes, read the fucking book. Okay. I'm not going to be nice here. I'm going to be more of a dick than I am usually. Sometimes you just got to go right at people, man. You can't go, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you lost all your money in FTX. And that's just really, you know, that's a horrible thing. I can't even imagine how you feel. No, you can't, asshole, because you fucking never had it happen to you. So fuck off. So, And that's like, that's like the whole narrative of it's okay that you're not okay. You just have The best thing anybody can say, and I'm going to say this to you too, and it's out of the book, it's okay, then I'm not okay. For the people that have been victimized or whatever in this, 
a lost one, whatever. The best thing I can say to you is this. I'm here. I'm here. So I'm here. I'm fucking here. I'm here doing this for free. Well, technically, disclaimer, uh, Spreaker's monetized. I'm getting like a whopping $10 a month because <laughs> that's why there's commercials played if you listen to this on a Spreaker app, okay? But I have my Bitcoin um, QR code to receive Bitcoin. That's what that thing is. It's all voluntary. So apparently the show's worth zero because I haven't gotten shit. But, but that's, not, <laughs> that's not the point. I am here for you. And this show, we go back full circle. I mean, Payday Monsanto comes up in my head, and I look him up again. That goes clear back, way back, at least 10 years ago. Um, I am here, and you are listening, and if you're on Facebook, looking at me because of the 2008 meltdown that destroyed or reset a lot of people except the ones that caused the problem gain from it. Okay. Here we go again. FTX exchange. Bye-bye. Oh, we need regulation. We need this. We need that. that. No, you need to know how to protect yourself from assholes like this. Predators. Who are very, 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 very clever. Not only the people that were involved in this FTX thing, whatever that is, I'm going to try to find a new story on it that's not biased. So I know exactly what the hell is going on. All I know is this, people lost their money. That's that's all I need to know. But I need to know how they did it. Whether it was hacked Or just blatantly taken by these people right out of your fucking account. Okay. And I need some more coffee. And I know this is intense as I have people listening live right now. It's like, holy fuck, man. I don't want to listen to this shit anymore. I don't want to talk about it. I really don't. But I'm laying in bed and I'm going through Twitter when I'm getting more and more. I love Twitter. I loved it before it became a censorship. A violation of your first amendment uh, if you didn't meet the narrative and it's it's gone so far with the pendulum that way now when it's trying to come back by elon musk people are like mad about it <laughs> it's like it's the boiling frog thing it's like elon musk is trying to turn the water down from us boiling to death and people are getting pissed about it i don't get it but i opened up twitter and then I um, see because it's politics. You think of Twitter, you think of politics. You think of Trump. You think of this, and and then Elon Musk. Not that he's politics, but you know, you got to change your association game with things that matter. This has absolutely it does, but it don't. My narrative or message is not about politics. But that's what they want you to do. They want you to politicize everything to divide and conquer us, and they're doing it. I mean, this nation's divided 50-50 and, you know, whatever, for the most part. 
you're either in this gang. I was going to say club. You're either in this gang or that gang. And you know what happens with gangs. So I just want to be clear, crystal clear. Oh, I'm kind of a show and he just wants to be right. And he always says, I told you so. I was like, listen, man, I will never say I told you so. I The new place I'm working at, we had a meeting and I asked the one of the owners if I could say something. And I said this. I said, listen, guys, I've been doing this for a while. If you need support on anything, call me. I have no problem helping you out. If you need it, um, the way I learned is what, how not to do things. And when I fucked up, I got yelled at. And there's also people like me in this industry, among others, that don't want to share their knowledge because then they think that um, they won't have one up on you for leverage. And I just think that's ridiculous. I, I, I just think that's so fucking stupid. I passed on 95% of my knowledge. One of which was, was installing remote refrigeration systems to people I thought I could trust. Um, <laughs> Cause it's a pretty, uh, it's not rocket science, but it's definitely a, a skill, a specialized skill. And I shared that with a couple employees and they went off and started their own business. Congratulations. Capitalism at his best. So see, I've been fucked and left for dead. And I look at this. And, and if I had my money in FTX, which I never would. And I look and I woke up this morning and my balance says zero. I, I would kind of chuckle. Because it's a drop in the bucket compared to everything else that's happened into my, to my life. So, and I'm sharing this because number one, this is what you do in AA and support groups. It's a, it's not narcissism. It's me relating to you and you relating to me. It's like, oh, uh, I guess I'm not the only one that's got fucked sideways 10,000 times that people that supposedly loved you. And this isn't even that. Go through a divorce. And if you're the breadwinner, get ready because this is just the beginning. And then, oh, if you don't, uh, you don't stay to the court order and divorce decree, that's contempt of court. You're going to jail. <laughs> really? So I can't work because I'm locked down because of some horseshit fucking China virus that was pre not even predicted. It was dictated by Fauci. Oh, the current president will have to deal with a pandemic. Alex Jones played it yesterday. And when I heard it the first time, I'm like, how the fuck does he know that? But I don't even want to get into that. That was a weapon to get rid of Trump. I don't give a flying fuck what anybody says. And to put us peasants into place. That's a whole nother show. But right now, as time goes by, that seems to be, in my opinion, a very effective weapon. Remember, everything is being weaponized. If you can put that into your head without going fucking crazy or paranoid, or like, oh, what are you going to do now? Or uh, what are you, how are you weaponizing this? You won't see it coming until it's too late. It's like a hypersonic missile, and it's way up your ass and fucking blowing you to kingdom come before you even know what happened.
So, but if you, you can just do your homework and learn by this, and I'm not saying homework and going to school and getting indoctrinated like we all have since kindergarten. Education and knowledge are two different things. You need knowledge, not education slash indoctrination. Where do you get your knowledge? I don't, I don't really fucking know. Uh, stuff like this. And not necessarily, I'm not an encyclopedia. And knowledge is not factual either. Knowledge for me is facts and experience. You can have all the facts in the world. And if you don't have the experience, I don't think it's worth shit. You could learn every single thing about something factually on your own. And you're probably still going to get fucked or not win or fail. Failure, failure is as important as success. And we're not taught that either because we're indoctrinated. You can't be wrong. You can't miss one question on a test or an exam. How dare you? I just had this conversation yesterday with my boss. There's so much pressure put on you and me and everybody else, except our politicians, and they just fucking lie about it. But you can't be wrong. You just cannot be wrong. And you should be humiliated and degraded and confronted and how dare you miss one question on an exam or you fail to test by one question how dare you you're stupid you're nothing really okay let me ask you this and this i have to give credit to my management teacher way back in the day so employees and us peasants and average people fucking whatever are supposed to be at right all the time of course unless you're a weatherman meteorologists and that's sarcasm they get paid to be wrong but we don't performance if you don't perform you're going to lose your job okay so riddle me this batman what's a good batting average in the major league baseball industry 300 right I mean, I'm not a baseball fan. I could give two flying fucks. Cubs won World Series in my lifetime. That's all I give a shit about. What's a, what's a good batting average? 300, right? That's three out of 10 times they hit the fucking ball. Three, 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 30%. You have to be right 30% of the time to make $10 million, I guess, to hit a fucking baseball. And I'm not playing them down. I'm just saying. If you are going to be judged and punished and held accountable for not being right every single time, then you better hit that fucking baseball 10 out of 10 times or at least nine, right? I mean, you're getting paid $10 million to hit a fucking ball, right? So let that put that, put that into perspective for you. Don't be so hard on yourself to be perfect or right all the time. You actually learn just as much or not more by being wrong. Michael Jordan said he's missed more baskets than he's made. So don't get, don't get hung up. Listen to exactly what I'm saying, okay? The whole thing of that is don't get hung up on this 
FTX shit if you lost your ass. Because this is teaching you what not to do. And if you can have that after you get through the pain and, and the fucking heart in your stomach and anxiety and like, oh my fucking God, I have no money. Yep, you don't have no money. What are you going to do about it? I don't think putting a gun to your head or jumping off a building. I, I, you know, I understand that, but come on. Come on, really? I think that's more of a pride thing than uh, actual survivability. I have been fucking destroyed, man. Zero, nothing. Handed a bag of shit and debt. Well, I took the debt willingly, but as far as the um, divorce decree and the maintenance and buying out my ex-wife who left me with, I don't want to get into it. Anyway, debt company uh (laughs) you know if you could put this into perspective and you lost your ass through ftx because your husband or your wife or a family member recommended this and is actually involved with this maybe you can kind of get where i'm coming from it's it's hard to accept and deal with getting fucked without getting kissed. But when the people closest to you do it with a smile on their face or vengeance or revenge and say words like, I'm going to destroy you. And they do. Tim, you got a big fat fucking zero. Actually, you got a negative net worth now, which forced me to file bankruptcy Three and a half years ago. I Listen, man, I've been there, here. I've been in, in the mistakes that I made. I mean, I could say this. I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm not ever going to get married again. And that's, I mean, that's just fucking ridiculous. Uh, I did think that, though. And all women are horrible. I did think that. Um, some very close friends. Um, um, taught me I was wrong after I healed for a long time. Um, women are wonderful creatures. That may sound offensive, but I mean, what am I going to say? Um, more so than men. I just, I'll say that. But when they get scorned or pissed or misled or lied to or whatever, uh, and lose their goddamn mind, um, it's game over. It's game over. Um, And if this happened to you, you're going to go, who did what? Did, who's it? Who's good? Where's my money? What are you going to do? Motherfuckers. And you're going to be out for vengeance. I'd be very careful with revenge. Dig two graves. So after you get through all that anger and all that shit and looking to blame people, you better go stand in front of the mirror because you know who you got to blame is you. What are you talking about? I'm fucking just doing the same fucking whatever. My name's Rocky Balboa. Uh, Who's Apollo? No, this is your fault. Okay, say fuck you, Tim. Fuck, fuck your show. You're an asshole. Bye. <laughs> Go ahead. You still lost your money. The only 
person you have to blame is you. Me losing everything, everything was the narrative and mission accomplished by some people that were close to me. However, I knew better to let some people into my life. And I'm not talking about my wife, although ex-wife, although mm, you can't fix broken. Let's <laughs> put it that way. I had a lot of faith and she made so many, so many advances in progress and, and turned out to be a wonderful person. Um, but if you ever, you still have that underlying um, character defects that you don't want to address and you get somebody that sees that and they capitalize on it. That's a predator, by the way. And hones in on that weakness of a person and they want to destroy you or not you, but like your second, this is sociopath behavior, not you, but the person closest to you. Cause I want, I, it was very clear to me that, it, that people wanted me destroyed and, um, they went through my wife, employees, family members, employees and family members, um, yeah, they went through the weak link. They went through her. But I but I let those people in. I mean, I'm taking full accountability for that. I let those people in, and I know I shouldn't have. But when your daughter looks at you, you go, oh, you hire so-and-so. She needs a job. And, of course, this guy's got to feed my daughter and my granddaughter at the time. And I'm like, Fuck. I shouldn't do this. It was a defining moment. And it's my fault because I said, well, I said, can you listen? He goes, yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew we couldn't. I knew it. I just fucking knew it. But I did anyway. And that's on me. And it won't happen again because I won't let it. So this is the mind frame that you need to have, the mindset that you need to have from this point forward regarding this stuff. You're the one that gave them your money, period. Okay, that's it. I had one defining moment that destroyed my life, and I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it, and I did it anyway. And you know what the cost was? Everything. Everything. Everything I worked so hard for. Gone. Because I knew what this guy was doing. Nobody else did. In the beginning, everybody wanted him out of the family. But they're very, very clever, manipulative people. Think James Bond. Um, but he's a double agent. <laughs> and, and then instead of James Bond coming after you... He's going to kill your wife and your kids. That's horrible. But and destroy you and take your job away and this and that. Because living by suffering is much more effective than just killing you. How fucked up is that? And, and that's what this is. I mean, this, this is weaponized to 
make you suffer, hurt, submission, compliance. Please help me. Please fix this, Mr. Government. Please. And that's exactly what's going to happen. There's going to be regulation and everything else. And it's just going to fuck all of this up because they don't like Bitcoin, period. That's it. They just don't like it. They don't like it because it's decentralized and there's no control. So they can't, it's sociopathic behavior. They can't win a fair fight with courage and honor against Bitcoin one-on-one. So they're going to go to the second degree, third degree, everything that's involved to destroy Bitcoin because they can't win. And that's through you and me. You're dealing with world forces here. This is definitely David and Goliath. No doubt. There's no doubt. And you're just an ant and you're going to get smashed on the bottom of a boot. And you just did. And you saw. So that's enough of me talking about this accountability crap. Okay. You fucked up. You fucked up. Okay. But I trusted. That's what you're saying. But I trusted these people and they should be punished. And so should everybody that did it to me. But you know what? It's not going to happen. And the people that did this are going to walk away scot-free and disappear. And you know who's going to be punished? You and me. We can't have stuff like this, just like 9-11 and the Patriot Act and all this other. We can't have this. We can't tolerate this. We can blah, 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 blah. So we we have to uh, infringe on your Fourth Amendment and come up with the Patriot Act and Homeland Security. What? And the TSA is, wait a minute. What the fuck is that going to do? So now we're in a uh, pre-crime. That's what, that's what this is going to happen with. This is going to be pre-crime. Oh, well, there'll be regulations and we'll see it coming before it happens and then we'll go get them. But it's my ass. No. Regulation does work only if it's enforced, but only to catch the bad guys, catch the bad guys. You're not going to stop shit like this. Unless you make it illegal. But then the way around that is we'll just all become undocumented. That's a jab. (sighs) All right. I'm going to get a cup of coffee. I'm going to try to find some articles on this. I'm going to explain this how I see it, how I see it. Again, disclaimer, big time. I'm not a financial expert, advisor, nothing of the kind. None of that. This is educational and me sharing my experience with you by being fucking destroyed. Now you got a taste of it. It's like, you know, everybody should learn some type of self-defense, especially women, no offense. And, you know, because there's some crime going around, some creep running around and he's raping women and this and that, you better learn how to protect yourself. Well, God forbid, finally, you become a victim of this asshole. You know what? I bet you the first thing you fucking do is go sign up for self-defense and probably a concealed and carry. See, it all depends on your mindset and what has happened to you through experience. That's life. So before I get into this and I sound like a desensitized, I told you so, it's your fault, asshole. 
This breaks my heart. I have been here, and I kind of still am. This kind of stuff destroys lives, and it takes a long time to recover from this. And from what I've read, a lot of people that I'm going to name remain nameless, this isn't about names, got fucked. And they, they say they know what they're doing. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, I'm not saying I know what I'm doing. And this isn't me. This isn't my, uh, well, these are the worlds according to Tim and rules and this, you shall do this because I decree it. No, 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 no. Like me picking up the guitar and saying, you need to play like this. What's that going to do? We don't need more clones of people sounding the same on a fucking guitar. Here's a guitar. I'll teach you the basics. And this is what works for me. And knock your shit out. And I hope you become a fucking rock star. That's what this is. There's some type of parameters in theory. And Eddie Van Halen nailed it. It's music theory, not music fact. That's what you need to to learn from this stuff. Okay. It's theory. It's not fact. The only facts are either going to make money or you're going to get fucked. That's pretty, those are facts. And another thing I heard, which I could, I wish I could remember who I could credit to. I think it was Eddie Van Halen again, regardless. It's like, you need to learn everything you can about fill in the blank cryptocurrency. You have to learn everything you can about cryptocurrency and then forget it all. And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? It makes sense. Some of the best two things I've ever heard in my life from a guitar player. <laughs> no offense. Mm-hmm. Smashes all the experts because it's experience in its life. And he was right. So I'm going to get another cup of coffee. I'm going to get into this. And I I could talk. I could do a fucking show on this shit for four hours. Easy. Easy. But I was waiting for an opportunity, which you wouldn't call it that. A situation. You know, people are trying to get their trust and like, well, should I get into crypto? Shouldn't I get into crypto? Should I? And when I say crypto, I mean everything that's in the crypto, every coin, every fucking thing that's there, crypto. Okay. Because it used to be Bitcoin and then Ethereum. Okay. And then maybe Tether and so on and so forth. And now there's a gazillion bajillion fucking coins out there. So when I say crypto, you know, it used to be it's like Bitcoin and then Ethereum pretty much. But to water down the market and everything else and confuse the living fuck out of people, they they couldn't, like, once again, they couldn't go battle to battle with Bitcoin. Okay, well, we'll just create all these other fucking coins and water down everything else and uh, and get you that way. Take you down through the bottom. Or top or sideways or whatever analogy you want to use. They can't win against Bitcoin unless they deteriorate the 
environment around it. If that makes any sense, if you want to destroy a person, I could do a whole podcast on that one. I could tell you easily how to destroy somebody. You don't go after them. You go after their family. That's what they're doing. They're going after Bitcoin's quote unquote family. All their relatives and brothers and sisters and everything else. That's all the altcoins and all the other coins. I'll even dare say Ethereum, but that's going to be like, oh, you're a lot of the altcoins are based on the Ethereum platform. Okay. Now I'm getting into stuff that, uh, what are you talking about? No. Yeah, it is. This is where you need to do your homework. Essentially, in my opinion, there's still really only two fucking cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin and Ethereum, and you have derivatives or subsidiaries of Ethereum. Okay, I don't even want to get into that right now because that's like way, 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 way. That would be like hour three <laughs> that I could talk about this. But I got to get some coffee. I'll take some bathroom breaks. Uh, I will sometime soon. Be patient with me. I will get into the chat room. Okay, but my purpose and narrative is for you to fucking wake up since 2008. Which woke me up. And I've been trying and trying and trying and trying, and I see shit like this, and I see uh, questionable election results, and it's like, what the fuck, really? You mean half of the country agrees with Joe Biden's incompetence and mental incapacity in decisions that he's made that have changed our life for the for the worst? Half of the people are, accept that? Really? That's scary. Uh, I can't do jack shit about that. I guess, but I'm just not going to believe it. I mean, not not believe it. I'm just not going to participate in it um, and voice my opinion and my grievances against my government because it's my First Amendment and it's yours too. Just hard to believe. Um, but this, you know, this I this I can kind of. I just can't say don't vote for Biden. <laughs> it's like okay, it's not going to work. Divide conquer, and again politicize. Politics. Everything's weaponized to slant you, to associate it with politics, to whose side you're on or whose gang you're in, to divide and conquer, period. That's it. Simple as that. Don't let it happen to you. Because they don't want we the people thinking for themselves. They're dangerous. Oh, really? I mean, you thought about that and figured it out yourself? It didn't listen to me? Oh, here, how much money do you want? Oh, forget your student loans. Here's your stimulus check because we locked everything down because we had to get rid of Trump. Okay, thanks. Now, Bitcoin is a threat. And they're trying to get rid of it. So and I'm going to come back. I'm going to start on this shit. So hang.
All right. So I uh, I uh, took a bathroom break and got some more coffee, but I'll have to. Um, it's my last cup of coffee. I'll have to go to the bathroom again for sure. But okay. More disclaimers. <clears throat> so I've done shows on crypto before, and I've done this and I've done that. And people that know more than me, I'm say it right now. Oh, that's not really right, Sam, and this and that. And I could explain about it. It's like, good for you. Okay. But people like that may have engaged in this FTX crap. And you know what? Your fucking balance says zero. Mine doesn't. Okay. There's another dick comment. Well, you're just so insensitive. No, it's quite the contrary. It's like, so I'm saying that because. I've seen comments and got gotten them and it's like, Oh, I could come on your show and explain it better. I'm sure you could. That's not what I'm trying to do though. I'm trying to get people that listen to the show to, to contact you, but not, but not even that. I mean, they should, so they can educate themselves. But if you, if you just send somebody money, at least regarding this, crypto stuff you're fucking stupid <laughs> you just are uh, i mean it, in it well see and i say that and it's so, you know gee thanks it, you're too trusting okay but i say stupid first because it really gets people's attention you're too trusting but you can't go around not trusting people for the rest of your life trust me i've tried it doesn't work You have to use your gut, intuition, and again, do your homework from all. Don't go to White House Dark Gov to get opinions on this stuff because I guarantee you, all we're going to talk about is regulation. Well, see, we told you so. Bitcoin's dangerous and people are losing their money and it's nefarious. And uh, Yeah, okay. I'm trying to get this mic positioned right so I can be comfy. And I'm sitting on literally a fucking bar stool. Not a, not in a bar though, but I'm sitting in a. It's not very comfortable. Anyway, okay. So more disclaimers, and then that's it. I am not telling you what to do. I am not giving financial advice. I'm not. What oh, here is? I am sharing what I have learned, what I've been through. I can do that. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, Tim, it's always about you. Yeah, because it's my fucking show, and I've gone through it. And if I haven't gone through it, I will not say anything about it. And I have said that. I really can't comment on it. I know, I've never had sex with a guy. So, you know what? Sorry. And, or threesome with women. Two women. That would be nice. Never had it. So I can't. I've never been pregnant. I can't comment on that stuff because I haven't experienced it. This I have, again, by being fucking destroyed, destroyed, fucking nuclear bomb. So a little bit more about me, and that's enough, okay? Because I got to get into this shit, okay? Again, background. I was perceived as having a silver spoon in my mouth, when I was raised, nothing could be further from the truth. My mom worked during the day, came home, deadbeat, fucking so tired. She went to bed every single 
fucking night. Okay. I'm not saying nothing bad. I'm just telling you my life. <clears throat> my dad busted his ass for the most part. Uh, 1978, he incorporated. I was 14. Anybody knows anything about starting running a business, it takes you at least five years to finally get going. Okay, so 14 and five, I was 19 before things started to get really good for my, my dad, my dad, family, whatever. But I was out of the house 20, 21. I didn't reap any of that. Actually, quite honestly, my sister did because she got some college degrees that she, I think she uses one of them, whatever. So I, I just wanted out there. It's like, oh, well, Tim, you know, you came from, from a family of money and all this good. No, I didn't. That happened for my parents later, not me. So after busting my ass and working and this and that and all this crap and empty promises and fucking whatever, um, that's a whole different subject. At the age of 33, I started my own company with my wife at the time, made her 50% owner. As soon as I incorporated, it's like, yeah, man, we're in this together. Like, why wouldn't I? Although she didn't do jack shit in the beginning and did no goddamn thing, but let's forget all that. Put it this way. She couldn't have done it without me. But, but I didn't think that way. It's like I'm married. I'm starting a company. Everything's wonderful. It's going to be great. What the fuck? You know, whatever. <laughs> it was for a while. So we collectively, okay. I mean, I pretty much ran everything because she fucking, she didn't know. She does now, but she doesn't know that. She didn't know that. But I got to give her a hundred thousand million percent credit for having the courage to trust and believe in me. I, I just have to say that. So um, it changed our lives for the better, but then for the worse, but for the better. So 33, uh, I had enough of working for somebody and I was supposed to take over my dad's company. <laughs> Partner didn't want that. Here's some more loss for you. Oh, yeah, Tim, you can go to college and up. This is dad talking. Uh, you can go to college and make, you know, make my or, uh, pay. I'll pay for your degree. Or you can work for me in 50 grand in five years and own half the business. Duh. Uh, let me think about that for like about two seconds. Uh, I'll take the business. Never happened. So anyway, 30. I don't want to get into all that either. Because there's a bunch of finger pointing with and a bunch of bullshit going on with that one. So anyway. The point of it was my dad's partner didn't want that. They wanted the legacy to go into his family, unbeknownst to me at 19 years old. Sorry, because today that's who's running that company. So whatever. So at the age of 33, I said, I had enough of this shit. Um, we refinanced our house. From 7% to 14%, cash the equity out, which was like a what? See, and I've shared this story, and it's really backfired on me. Uh, and it's a whole other story. But just, this is supposed to be good. And and me, this is just a little bit of credibility for me. Essentially took $10,000, started a company with that. No customers. I, I got all my customers, unlike what's happened to me. 
you know, hey, if you want to get laid, why don't you sleep with your sister or your best friend's wife? You get laid, right? Want to start a company? Just steal, steal your boss's customer or former employer. <laughs> it's up to you. It's called ethics, but whatever. That's for the guy upstairs in Karma, not me. So anyway, cash the equity out started in ten thousand dollars. The checking account for the company got down to a hundred bucks ninety days later. I figured I had three months of capital to raise my family on and a business. Well, got down to a hundred bucks. I go, that's it. We're done. I mean, there's no fucking way. Like the very next day, the phone would not stop ringing because people were talking. Talk, talk. Now you got it. You know, I didn't hire advertising people. I still am not a big advertisement marketing person. I don't sit here and watch these fucking commercials and go, oh, gee, I'm so glad I saw that. I need to go buy this. It's fucking stupid. Are you fucking serious? You think I'm that weak-minded that you're going to show shit in front of me and how great it is and everything else if I buy the latest and greatest gizmo, which I kind of am guilty of, but I just don't see something and go, yeah, I got to go buy that. I just don't get marketing. Cars, products, thing, this and that, services, whatever. I don't fucking get it. I get it from word of mouth. I don't get it from a fucking television or radio spots or whatever, but that's me. It's a whole different thing. So we got down to hundred bucks and I said, no, probably, probably done. We're probably cooked, you know, putting on my groceries and stuff to feed my family on my personal credit cards, did everything I could to make $10,000. My dad, I told my dad when I started, oh, well, how much money you got? I got 10 grand. Oh, that'll last you two weeks. Gee, thanks, dad. Thanks. Thanks for the encouragement. Direct quote. So anyway, the phone started ringing off the hook and it didn't stop. And we were inverted uh, balance sheet and cash flow and the whole nine yards. There was more money going out than, than coming in because we were growing so fast, not because we were failing. Bank would have looked at that and go, oh, Jesus Christ, your cash flows. Oh, but if you look at my receivables, the dumbass, I got more money out on the street than coming in. I call it an inverted balance sheet or cash flow upside down cash flow inverted cash flow but not because lack of income but because spending more going out immediately to wait 30 days to get it in okay this is business crap whatever it's basic book counting business operation crap okay so the short of it is, is this i took we took credit here i mean whatever $10,000 and cumulatively in sales was approximately $30 million. Now that doesn't mean I, I personally had 30 million. It was sales of the company. So 10 grand turned into 30 million. I don't think that's too bad of a record or experience or uh, put on my resume. But here's the thing. I learned a lot, a lot. I learned just as much by failing. Okay. And that's where this comes in. Cause you go, Oh, look at what, look what FTX is doing for me and whatever, whatever, you know, oh, Jesus going up and up and up and all of a sudden, bam, you wake up one morning. It's fucking zero. 
Hmm. All I can say is this. I don't know everything. I never will say that. There's two sides of a coin and one's failure and one's success. And you learn just as much from each. So when this stuff happens, trust me, if this happens again, you can bet your fucking ass it ain't going to happen to you. You know why? Because he got fucked. Right? But some of you will crawl in a hole and go, oh, I'm never doing that again. I'm just going to put my money in the, in the bank. <laughs> okay. Or I'm just going to stick with traditional IRA and uh, simple IRA and 401ks and blah, 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 blah. Okay. The only difference between that and this is FTX can't print their money. The government can't. But I'm not even going to get into that because they'll always bail out their buddies. And you're going to pay. You're going to pay no matter what. You're just, you're going to fucking pay. Whether you lose your assets or taxes go up or your rights are infringed upon or whatever. You, us peasants are going to pay for these people's mistakes. Believe it or not, I could really give two flying fucks. That's the reality of it. This is your fault and you are going to pay. We told you to stay away from Bitcoin. We told you it was used for the various reasons. We told you it was bad, 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 bad into submission. And the best way to make you learn your lesson is to fucking take it from you. It's like, oh, see, told you. Told you not to play with fire. You're going to get burned. But we'll fix it for you. We'll make it go away. So we'll just rip the stove or the oven out of the fucking kitchen, and that'll never happen again. Well, how do I cook? No, but you won't get burned again. That's what this is. They're going to rip the fucking oven right out of the kitchen for your protection, i.e. regulations, whatever. And trust me, they'll enforce these. But in some areas, they look the other way. So whatever. not to mention laws, but a whole nother podcast. Okay, so. I'm just going to start, really, the show starting now <laughs> with this stuff. Um, I'm sure, I'm not even going to look. I'm sure it's damn near an hour I've been jabbing. But I, I got to set the stage. I just can't come on here and go, oh, you guys are a bunch of dumb fuckers, which I've already said, and you shouldn't have done that, and here's why. It's like, <laughs> Gee, thanks, Tim. I mean, wow. I feel you, Okay. I don't know how many people are going to say that and do stuff like this. I feel you. I get it. I've been there. I'm still there. But what I can't stand, or there's a lot of things I can't stand. I can't stand people fucking with kids, people lying to people, and people fucking them like this. I, I just can't. I, I have zero tolerance for drug use if I was an employer, which is a whole other story. I mean, as an employee, I don't really give a flying fuck what you do with your personal time. Um. It's, there's tolerances, zero tolerance situations I have, and this is one of them. This did not have to happen. And the only one that's going to stop it is you. You can regulate and fucking outlaw and all this kind of fucking crap. This isn't going away. It'll just go into the black market or the underground or the dark web or whatever the fuck any of that shit means. And, uh, hmm. Hello. I'm just assuming this has been going out. This mixer is very confusing. 
And it's like I hacked it. <laughs> I jury rigged it just to make it do what I wanted to do. So I don't even know. I'm assuming everything has been. Have you guys been hearing all this shit? Can you tell me yes or no? Has this has anybody in here been in here for a while? Hey, what's up, Woody? You'll tell me. Darren, has this been have you heard this shit? I don't know. I'm just gonna assume you did. Uh there's Facebook. I gotta get off of here. Okay. So here we go. I mean, the FTX, from what I know, okay, oh, here we go. It's like, I, I'm just going to leave this alone, and the last time I'm going to say this, well, it's not exactly the FTX, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, do your fucking homework. Look it up on Wikipedia. I don't give a shit, okay? I, I'm giving you a box of tools to build a house, and then the response I get is, that's not how you build a house. You know, you know what? I don't fucking care how you build your fucking house. Okay. Here's your tools. Use them for whatever you want or climb a mountain. Barring Robert Kurosaki, rich dad, poor dad stuff. Okay. Well, I want to climb that mountain. Okay. Well, here's a rope and here's this and shackles and all this fucking shit you need. Go climb the mountain. Well, that's not exactly how you climb the mountain. You know what? Fuck off. Okay. Don't climb the mountain. then. I, it doesn't matter to me. But don't sit here and correct me and go, that's not exactly right, Tim. No, of course it's not. That's where you, what I say you take, i.e. box of tools, and use them and figure it out yourself. I am not telling you what to do. Again, oh, well, you said this and it didn't happen. And so, you know, you're an asshole. <laughs> okay. You know, the latter might be true, but I'm not telling you to do anything. And my predictions and my experience does not mean what's going to happen to you. Good or bad. I want that perfectly clear now. Otherwise, stop listening. <laughs> you tell people not to listen to your show? Yeah, yeah. If you're not going to get it and listen and pay attention and clear your mind and have an open mind and have some critical thinking and take some accountability, which is very lacking nowadays, then no, don't listen to this fucking show. But at least share it with somebody. It's like, well, you know, this guy's full of shit and he's an asshole and I don't agree with him, but you know what? You might. So let them take the box of tools and climb the mountain if you don't want to. That's fine with me. If you're just going to be critical and critique it and all oh, that's not exactly right. And it's like, <laughs> Okay. Not the point, but whatever. If that really makes you feel better, then good for you. Go buy FTX shit again. So that, whatever. Okay. Now, FTX, from what I understand, is the currency for exchanging, buying, and selling currency. Okay. When the gold standard was in place, currencies were backed by gold and therefore that was the value of that currency because you could always take whatever currency and turn it in and get that amount of gold. Okay. So when Nixon severed the gold standard, while there was nothing really to back up any dollars or currency in the entire planet. So now currency competed against itself and who was the stronger, supposedly who the, stronger currency was was the better but now with globalization and the new world order and all this fucking shit and trade stuff it's better to have a weaker currency because the people will buy your crap because if it's too strong then they won't they can't afford it 
So this is where everything got fucked up. Okay. There's a, there's a mission with trade and global trading to drive the value of your currency down so other people can buy your crap. So gold, gold was the, um, the level of at which kind of, it didn't kind of level it, but you knew what you were dealing with and you couldn't manipulate it. I mean, your, your money was worth this amount of gold. And then that gold you could use to exchange it in a different currency and then do it that way. But now it's just fighting of the currencies. It's currency wars, I guess. And I think somebody wrote a book titled, I think Jim Rickard wrote a book on that currency wars. It's a race to the bottom. It is what it is, but what it's whoever can devalue their currency most wins, which is, which is bad for us peasants because our purchasing power goes down. Okay. Now this is, this is where you take a chance and buy and sell currencies that are competing against each other for no other reason than making money or losing money if you want to short it. But that's, I'm not, I don't want to get into that. Okay. So I'm going to type this FTX crap because, um, FTX crypto. Cause I'm not exactly a hundred percent sure what the fuck happened there. CNN.com. I don't really know if that's really a good place to read this. Although I am getting impressed with CNN. They're making a really good effort to um, be better. Let's put it that way. Uh, what's next is FTX Labs triggered's Lehman moment. See, now the problem with this is, is that all the stories I've looked, they, they assume, you know, I know what the fuck FTX is and everything else and even related to crypto. Um, but let's just, I want to get, I want to see what they're getting, putting out there. Cause it just jumped right into, oh, people got fucked and lost their money and this and that. And then this is bad, 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 bad regulation, regulation for the FTX crypto. It's like, what's that? Could you please explain this? I could probably try to, let me just play this instead of me fucking reading that. Cause I really don't feel like playing teacher today. Let me, let me play this and see what it says. This is off of CNN. Of course, their commercials are pregnant. Don't like surprises? Yeah, of course. I don't care. Proactive notifications from Fidelity keep you tuned in all day long. So when something happens that could affect your portfolio, you can act <laughs> quickly. That's Decision Tech. How can Only from Fidelity. Allison, while crypto was crashing earlier in this year, Sam Bankman-Fried emerged as this protector, swooping in, buying all of these collapsed, distressed crypto assets. How did it happen that he now is in desperate need of a bailout himself? Oh, okay, here we go. It's a really remarkable turn of events. You know, we've seen, I wrote the other night that the tables have turned on Sam Bankman Fried. The tables have been upended, the tables have been chopped to smithereens and burned. I mean, this is a guy who was the future of the industry. He's 30 years old, he's a self made billionaire. All these, uh, you know, all this praise heaped on him and he was in ads with celebrities. He was a big deal. And now what we've come to find out, there was a document linked leaked last week to the media showing the financials underpinning his crypto empire were pretty shaky. Um, and that's an understatement. They were, they were bad. They were illiquid, uh, meaning 
as soon as people started withdrawing their money, Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX did not have enough liquidity to meet those withdrawals. Just like and a that's bank. a huge red flag. That's what triggered this death spiral we're now witnessing that is threatening to a run. really take down. There's going to be a huge amount of deleveraging in crypto, and that's going to cause a lot of pain for a lot of investors. Okay, so I'm going pa- to uh, pause this right now. Leveraging, okay? The bank's... Read the book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, please. It's called Fractional Reserve Lending, which is usually, say you deposit 100 bucks in your bank. You're like, oh, it's great. I got 100 in there. No, you don't. Because they got to keep 10%. I don't know what the fractional reserve lending rate is now, but it was 10, 10%. So what they do is you deposit your 100 bucks, kind of like this shit here, leveraging. This is, this is all it is. You put 100 bucks in your bank, unbeknownst to you, and your bank takes it and keeps 10% of that. So now your 100 on deposit becomes 10 and they loan out your fucking money at an interest rate to somebody else. And this is also how they create the money supply by debt. So anyway, this guy did nothing more than what the banks do, but the banks ain't going to prison, right? And when this is called a run on an organization, it just so happened to be this asshole's fucking company. But when the banks do it, then that they'll have a bank holiday or they'll go. It's already happening. It's already happening. People can't get their money. You go into the bank right now. I can guarantee you, I want to take $10,000 out of my savings account. Well, you're going to have to wait three days. Why? And the answer to that is they don't have it. Well, what do you mean you don't have it? It fucking says right here in my statement, you have my money. Well, it's not here, here. No, it's not here, here. It's fucking lent out to other people in loans and everything else. (laughs) Okay, so whatever. So that's that's called leveraging, i.e. fractional um, reserve, fractional reserve lending. Same shit. The, The only difference is these people wanted their money, and he's not a bank, and he's fucked. But trust me, when it happens to the banks, it, they're just going to tell you you can't do that and you're just going to have to wait. And then the bail-in's coming, which from what I understood, they're going to take 10 to 20% of your money that you have because when you deposit money in a bank, it's not your money anymore. It's the property or asset of the bank. So therefore, it's theirs. Do your homework. Do your fucking homework. I, I don't care. Do your homework. Max Kaiser has shared this a million times. So listen to him. I'm passing you the football. Okay. Don't take the football and shove it up my ass. Like, Tim, I'll fuck you. I don't want you. No, I'm passing you the football. Whatever you do with the football is up to you. Just don't give it back to me because I don't want it. I gave it to you. So you need to learn what to do with the football. It's not like I handed you a bag of shit. I just handed you something, and now you need to figure out what you're going to do with it. But you can't give it back to me. But Max Kaiser said this a million times. You know, just, it, it, That's what's next. There's not going to be any bailouts from the government or you or me. It's called a bail-in, and they supposedly can go take 10 to 20% of your assets, whatever they are, so they can refund their fucking bank because they ran it into the ground where this guy can't do that. This guy's going to prison. He's like, whatever. He may kill himself. I don't hope he don't. You know, but there's going to be consequences for this guy. If When the banks do this 
and the day comes I'll run on the bank, nothing's going to happen to them except you're going to pay for their fuck up. So just imagine this guy. Well, you know, yeah, we had a run on the bank or a run on our organization. Everybody wants their money. So to fix it, we're just going to freeze everybody's assets and take 10 to 20% to recapitalize our organization because it's our money. It's our crypto because you put it in our organization. That's the bank. Do your homework, but whatever here. Face a lot of pressure this week under the news. And during the crash a few months ago, similarly, we saw this contagion spread, right? Where one company would go bust, it would bring others down, and then things kind of settled. Uh, thanks, mm-hmm. in no small part, to Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX. With this news, do you think there is another systemic crash coming? No. Crypto? Is never, this no. crypto's Lehman Brothers moment? You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. It's a lot easier to identify the Lehman moment um, in a few years from now. But I, people I've talked to in the industry do say that if FTX collapses, which it appears very likely to do now, that is the Lehman moment. That this is a big enough firm. Unlike that's not a good analogy because Lehman was a sacrificial lamb. They had in the belt in the two thousand eight meltdown. They had to pick and choose who would survive. And of course, it was Goldman Sachs and all the fucking buddies of the government and everybody else. But Lehman really wasn't there, so they. This isn't really a good example. This is true accountability. In the meltdown, it was all of their fucking faults. Okay. This one. It, it's accountability directed at this guy's direct actions, piss poor decisions and management and leadership. It's the way it should be. But this isn't a Lehman moment. This is a you're getting fucked moment. Um, it, do I think it's a Lehman moment where everything's going to come crashing down and this guy's being a sacrifice? Lehman was a result of how everything was managed in the meltdown in 2008. That was a result of, they were a sacrifice thereof. That was the problem from the government and the banking industry in the, in the uh, home builders and everybody deciding that anybody and their brother could buy a fucking house, which caused the real estate market to bubble, uh, to pop. That's not this. The bubble hasn't popped. And quite honestly, unless it keeps getting leveraged by buying stuff on margin, i.e. Bitcoin, any cryptocurrency, um, the bubble can't really pop. But when they start making derivatives out of this stuff or you borrow on margin against Bitcoin and then a crash happens like this, yes, that can happen. Um I don't buy shit on margin. I just buy it with what I can afford. Um, but that's another that's another vehicle to destroy the crypto market is over leverage it. And apparently this is what happened here. So what I'm saying is this. This isn't a Lehman moment because a Lehman moment was, this is just my opinion, uh, and I've done plenty of homework on this shit. Um, Lehman was a result of, a real estate bubble popping in in the Federal Reserve not making the right decisions and quantitative easing and, and just giving money to fucking whoever they wanted to. Quantitative easing was the, the answer to the meltdown, so they thought. Um, and that's why we have inflation like 
crazy. It's not Biden's fault. Trust me. I would love to say it is, but it's not. This goes way, 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 way back. Uh, kicking can, kicking the can down the road and raising the debt ceiling and all this other shit. So it stems pretty much from, well, pretty much from the federal reserve act, but then definitely um, when, well, then they had the Bretton Woods thing and then they devalued uh, outlawed gold and devalued it by 33%. Uh, but what really, really, really did this was when Nixon se- temporarily listen to it type Nixon severs gold standard and he goes, I have to temporarily sever the gold. I'm not a crook. I'm from gold. Uh, temporarily. Define temporary. 1971. So th- this is not a Lehman moment. Uh, you know, and these people are way more educate, educated. Educated. And this stuff and everything else and fucking whatever. Mm, this is not a Lehman moment. Not in my opinion. Um. A macro bubble bursting that damn near took out, it did actually, the whole global economy. Um, and Lehman was a sacrificial lamb to quote unquote fix it. This this is isolated to this guy. Um, the crypto bubble didn't pop. They're trying to make it though. Uh, it, it didn't pop. This is not a Lehman moment, but what do I know? This is just my opinion. Some of these other crypto entities that we've seen rise up and crash and they flame out, you know, those are all much smaller um, that we've seen in the past. This is a big, big, you know, the second biggest crypto exchange in the industry, second only to Binance. Binance is a much bigger operation. Uh, But yeah, I think that if it looks like Sam Bankman-Fried can fall into this kind of trap and, you know, by his account, it was a mistake and his mismanagement, but if he can go down, then like who else can go down? Okay. So there's a bunch of fear mongering shit right there. Okay. So I can't, I, I don't know exactly what he did. I guess, I guess allegedly what, by what they're saying is, is that the money wasn't there just like your bank. And there was a call for people to come in and get their bank. That's why the gold gold standard was severed by Nixon because we told other countries, don't worry, we'll store your gold here and it'll be perfectly safe. Well, people were catching on to like, what's going on here? The United States is having financial problems. And I think it was the French and they came knocking at the door saying, we want our gold back. And they brought dollars in exchange for gold. And Nixon told him to fuck off because I'm assuming we didn't have it. So he severed the gold standard. So that's essentially what's going on here. These people are saying, hey, I want my money, and it's not there. Well, if it's not there, where the fuck is it? This, this is a harbinger of canary of the coal mine. It's what's going to happen, in my opinion, prediction, not just me, with the banking system. So if anything, pay attention okay so how did this happen i don't fucking i i don't know exactly how it happened i'm just going to give my probably um fairy tale story in on this um ftx is an exchange and i'm going to get real basic here and before i get into this and i'm gonna start dropping references for you 
Again, the most important one is for you to read the Bitcoin standard. Please read that fucking book now. Get on your Kindle, Amazon, download the fucking book right now. I don't get, I don't even know the guy that wrote it. I, I, I don't, I don't care. I don't want a fucking dollar for anything. I mean, if you want to send me Bitcoin, go ahead, but I don't care. Read the Bitcoin standard. Read the Bitcoin standard. Read the Bitcoin standard. I mean, how many more times I got it, especially if you got fucked by this guy. Read the Bitcoin standard, okay? Now, the FTX exchange for crypto here, and that's kind of, that's why I'm saying FTX is, is for currency markets. So I don't know, I don't know what the hell's going on here. If you want to trade and sell world currency, it's the FTX market. Okay. I don't know how this is FTX crypto. Because crypto is a separate animal from fiat currency. Okay. So maybe this is, this is just my conspiracy opinion and I'm talking about it. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to assimilate um, or equate FTX slash crypto, FTX is fiat currency provided by government, treasury, whatever, Federal Reserve, IMF, take your pick, FTX slash crypto exchange. Although I don't know if you can exchange currency on that exchange that's now done, but you can definitely, obviously, Use it for crypto. Okay. That's where I'm like, wait, really? What is this fucking thing? But I don't know. All I do know is that you can buy and sell cryptocurrency on this fucking thing. Okay. On this exchange. Now I'm going to explain exchanges to you. Okay. An exchange is nothing more than an agless to, if you want to buy a stock, you go to E-Trade, Ameritrade, whatever, and you send them your money and they put it in deposit and then you buy and sell your own stocks, okay? So you are allegedly in control of your investments, okay? And let's just keep that right there. And usually, do your homework, I know banks are FDIC insured. I'm not exactly sure. Let's say, for instance, I start an exchange that you can buy and sell stocks. And then you are buying all these stocks and you think you're you're buying. This is total fraud. And then I send you statements. Yeah, you have this many shares at this value, but you really don't. And I take your money that you're sending me and I fucking disappear with it. I don't know if um, that is FDIC insured. You're going to have to do your homework on that. As far as I understand it, I could be wrong, more homework. The banks definitely, it's up to, uh, it was a hundred grand and I think it's up to 250 after the meltdown. Just to give you some confidence that you're going to get your money back. But according to the creature from Jekyll Island, <laughs> they don't have enough money to reimburse everybody, but that's your homework. So, so exchanges, 
so that's an exchange. That's a stock market bond, you know, whatever. That's an exchange. If you want to buy and sell stocks, you do it on an exchange. Okay. If you want to buy crypto, you buy that an exchange, which is Coinbase, uh, eat. I'm not recommending any of these. Coinbase, 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 eToro, uh, Crypto.com, blah, 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 blah. Those are not federally insured, although they will say, and they probably do, I don't know, that, you know, all your, your money and your deposits are safe. There's a million dollar insurance policy and fucking whatever. Mm, okay, you know, whatever. So if something like this happens, you're going to get your money back allegedly, all right? It's just a little bit of a security blanket to give you confidence that if something like this happens, you're going to get paid, so um, it's kind of like self-regulation, is, and that's what we need. We need self-regulation, not the government coming in and telling you how to fix something because they can't even run and fix their own monetary system. So that's the cock, pot calling the kettle black, period, because we're just fucked. I mean, there's, just, there's, no, there's no – I heard a story from a woman traveling last week, and we were sitting waiting for the tram at uh, Orlando uh, International Airport. And uh, we just got to talking while we were waiting for the tram. And she was out for a girl's thing uh, trip in Florida. And uh, she told me she was from Wisconsin. And I said, where? And she told me. And she goes, well, I go, I'm from Illinois, originally born and raised in blah, blah, blah. And uh, she goes, oh, well, the girls I'm meeting out here all up live in Round Lake. I go, oh, yeah. And I'm a person that provides a certain service in a professional manner. And some of them work for the state of Illinois. And they were asking me if I could help them. And I did my financial homework on the state of Illinois. And she said to her friends, I can't help you, your state is bankrupt. You can go to debtclock.org, which I highly encourage you to do, and you can see the whole financial thing for the United States of America in our financial situation. And the debt clock ticking at approximately $10,000 a second going into debt. At least I'm sure it's faster than that. What you can also do is click on a state and you can see the same exact thing for your state. Every single one of them from what I saw and it changes, but are running upside down, i.e. bankrupt. There's more money going out than coming in. Do your homework. So anyway, so exchanges. So how that works is you pick one. I use Coinbase and I want to make a disclaimer here again, too. I just don't specifically own Bitcoin. There's some altcoins that are Ethereum based that I own as well, but that's probably going to change because in the end, ultimate, when all this stuff, when all the smoke clears and the dust settles and all the buildings fall, in my opinion, Bitcoin will be the one that still stands. It will 
remain to be seen how long it stands. Um, but uh, that's just my opinion. So if you want to buy Bitcoin, I'm not telling you to buy Bitcoin. You open up an account on, like I did, Coinbase.com. And they crawl up your ass with a microscope because it's you need to know you need to know your customer, know your customer, NYC. And you gotta send a official ID and all your banking information, and they verify all that crap. And then you finally open up an account. And you can buy and sell crypto if the exchange supports it. There is some that they don't. Cause it's too risky. So they won't, they won't put it on their exchange by their judgment and opinion to, it's like a penny stock. It's just too, too risky. To, they don't want to do it. And then you buy and sell what you want. Okay. Now here's now think of it like a bank. Think of it like E-Trade or Ameritrade and the money's sitting there and it's sitting on the exchange. I don't know where, but it's sitting somewhere just kind of like your bank account, your money sitting. So you think, see, this is where the banking thing comes in because the banks do it. So, you know, I, I'm not saying what this guy did's right, but he's not doing anything different than what the fucking banking system does. So your money sitting on the exchange and it better be all of it, not just 10%. And I think that's what got this guy. Oh, all the banks do it, so I'm going to do it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm just speculating. No one's going to know. You know, we'll just take it, borrow it, use some money, and we'll put it back. Uh, Oh, okay. You can't do that. The banks can do that, peasant, but no, you cannot do that. So you put your money in the exchange. Buy and sell crypto, see the dollar amounts, everything else. Oh, that's just wonderful. Okay. If you let, now this is Crypto Casey. Check her out on YouTube. She preaches this fucking every time she does a video. Very smart woman. Very fucking smart. She's cute too. But whatever. Um, She's very insistent. Do not let your money sit on the exchange, i.e. your money in the bank. Why? Well, this is one reason right here, this FTX crap, because you don't know, no offense to anybody, you know, you don't know who has access to your money or somebody gets greedy like this asshole and decides to dip in and take your money and you don't even know it. And how would you? That's one risk. Another risk is cyber attack, hacking. I'll guarantee you when the financial system comes collapsing down, they're going to say, oh, well, Russia came in with the cyber attack and took everything. (laughs) Okay. Now, I know, and I'm not going to say how, but I know better. With algorithms and everything else, in the codes, and this is where blockchain comes in, that if somebody's trying to crack or hack into your system or account, 
there's algorithms that will change that information when they're trying to hack it. So let's say you get the best hacker in the world. And it's like, I can crack, I can crack that in 60 seconds. Okay. So they're attacking your account for 60 seconds, but there's algorithms for security and encryption that can change that information in 45 seconds. So by the time the asshole figures to hack your account, the algorithm changed the information and you got to start over. So it's almost impossible. Never say never, but it's almost impossible with the right encryption and security system that they can't hack your account. They can deny access. I mean, anonymous knows about that. I mean, they could probably do that, but there's technology out there that to get into your account and hack it is damn near impossible. That's why Bitcoin and in the blockchain, read the book, the Bitcoin standard, the blockchain technology cannot be fucked with. It's an accounting system that is automatic. And this is where they say, well, it's all anonymous. We don't know who sent what. That's bullshit. It can all be backtracked to where it came from and where it's going. And in between that, it cannot be intercepted, changed, altered, or whatever. And once it's all calculated by the computer network, which are the miners and everything, then it's done and it's sealed up forever and you cannot change it. Which is very good. And that's the self-regulation that's in crypto. Once you send or receive Bitcoin from you to somebody else or vice versa, once you hit that button, there's nothing that, well, unless the internet goes down, but there's nothing that's going to stop that, but there's definitely nothing that's going to alter it. Why the government loves blockchain, because now you're not going to be able to put pennies between your butt cheeks uh, or hide it or not send it like, oh, well, you know, I'll just use cash. No, yeah, no, no, no. That's going to go bye-bye because they can't track that. They can't specifically track it for income. But on blockchain, blockchain is amazing and it's concerning uh, because it's going to be used as a weapon and a control issue. And they're going to know every single fucking thing you do with your money, which is none of their business. Because if you're going to do that, then I want receipts from the government and an explanation of why $80 billion of military equipment was just left in Afghanistan. But if I don't pay my fucking taxes, I go to prison. Uh, that's, that's not right. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You better have a public blockchain access that's accurate and truthful where every penny of the government spends their money. Fair is fair, right? I mean, this is a republic. We the people, not a dictatorship. But that's where blockchain, and here's my concern, is if it becomes that automated and just like, okay, because it'll all be categorized tax lines and everything else and blockchain and everything in there, I'm concerned because I think it's going to put a lot of accountants out of business. There's really no need for them. 
um, probably attorneys in defense would go through the roof to fight these people in argument, what is taxable and what is not taxable. But regardless, um, yeah, I mean, the bookkeeping is going to be automated. So I really don't see a need for CPAs, but that's just my opinion again and prediction, but I could be wrong. It could generate more jobs. I have no idea. But when you're going to an exchange and that's how you buy and sell Bitcoin or crypto of your choice, Crypto Casey strongly recommends you don't leave it sit there for the reasons I just said. It's either going to disappear by people that have access to it or hackers. Regardless, your balance like today or yesterday is going to say zero and it doesn't really matter why. The only reason why is because you let it sit on the exchange, unbeknownst to you. So what she recommends is something called a cold storage wallet. Okay. It's a Trezor. It's a uh, BC vault. Um, There's all kinds of them. You need to do your homework. And the best way to do that is go to YouTube and type Crypto Casey. And she's got a gazillion fucking videos and specifically one on cold storage wallets. Now, For me to explain a cold storage wallet is nothing more than this. Okay. So you have iTunes. Okay. And all your music's on iTunes back in the day. Okay. Not streaming, not in fucking Spotify. Oh, no, it's not, Tim. It's on Spotify. Uh, 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 Rewind. We're going back to before streaming. So you had to open up the iTunes software on your own computer and bam. There's all your songs, right? Well, that's good. That's everything. That's kind of like your exchange. You open up uh, Coinbase.com. There's all my shit. There's all my crypto, i.e. iTunes. There's all my songs. Okay? Okay. You want you want to take those songs and putting on something else. Okay, which this is a syncing thing with iTunes, but it's not syncing with a cold storage wallet. But essentially what you're doing is you're taking your songs and you're putting it on something physical in your hand off of your computer, i.e. a backup sync with iTunes. Okay, so then you plug in your iPod. It all syncs up. Oh, great. I can disconnect the fucker. Now I got this shit in my hand, in my possession, and I can go wherever the fuck I want and enjoy my music, which they don't like. That's why they got rid of it, but whatever. When you take your cold storage wallet and you plug it in, it interfaces with your account. And you send your crypto. It doesn't really interface with your account. It just gets you on there. And you have accessibility to send your crypto to your gizmo. Okay. So you're not syncing it or backing it up. You're transferring it, i.e. you're doing a money order or you're doing uh, Western Union, except that's all physical paper for the most part. But you're just basically transferring your crypto assets to a physical gizmo in your hand. Okay. 
so it's not sitting on the exchange so some asshole like this can take your fucking money or your crypto and spend it or do whatever he did with it. You do not want your money sitting on an exchange, period. You want it in your possession. Think of it like a safe. You go to the bank. All right, I want my 10 grand. Oh, well, Mr. Partridge, you're going to have to wait for fucking two weeks so we get that money because we don't have it here. It's like, what are you talking about? Whatever. So then you finally do get it and you take your money and you shove it in a safe at home. That's this. You take your crypto and you get it off the exchanges, i.e. money out of your bank account, and you shove it on your cold storage gizmo, which is nothing more than an external hard drive with a bunch of fucking crypto um, security measures and uh, encrypted. And uh, nobody can get to it to you. And it's also, well, the one I have, it's also backed up. It's... um. BC Vault, which uh, cryptocurrency, uh, Crypto Casey really recommended. And I love it. It's fucking great. So, and it's all password protected a million times. And it also is backed up with an SD microchip. And you can back it up as many times as you want for backups. So you really never can fuck yourself. You leave your money on an exchange, you're going to fuck yourself. And like, again, if I didn't explain it right, you're on um, Coinbase. There's my Bitcoin. I need the address to send my Bitcoin to that that address or wallet, basically, wallet. You have a wallet on your exchange and you have a wallet that you're sending it to. And in this case, it's your cold storage wallet. I need to send all my Bitcoin from this wallet on the exchange to the wallet on my cold storage wallet. That's why they call it a wallet. It should be called a safe, but whatever. And you're done. And that's it. They can't take it. They can't hack it. And then when you're done with your gizmo, you disconnect it. And it's not in the matrix anymore. And you're good. The only problem potentially I see is, well, if you lose it and you don't back it up again, that's your fault. You're an idiot. So you'll lose it. Um, but it's not going to be stolen. You're going to lose it. It's a difference. That's on you. A hundred percent. And if for some strange reason, and we're all going to be fucked anyway, if the internet goes out, I mean, you could probably, you could still transfer Bitcoin through the cellular network. Um, as far as I know, um, you just have to have a connection with accessibility to one wallet to another, whether you're sending or receiving. Um, so there you go. But that's, that's a question to answer. Can you transfer cryptocurrency through the cellular network or does it have to be through the internet? I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question actually. Um, but then you're stuck with it. But at least you have it. And I, you know, eventually, eventually, you're going to be able to use it if it doesn't go to zero. So I I predict that's going to be the next thing. They're just going to, it's like, listen, we can't fight this fucking thing. So we're just going to shut down the internet and blame it on the Russians or the Chinese or all the above. And then now what do you do? 
I don't know. It's like having a, it's like having a safe full of gold or silver or, or something and you can't use it. It's like, well, what the fuck good is this going to do me? Well, that is your retention of your, um, wealth. If it doesn't go to zero and they're trying, they're really trying, um, El Salvador for over a year now, the president of El Salvador made Bitcoin its currency. Cause you keep hearing, Oh, Bitcoin's never going to be a currency and this and that. No, it already is. And it, it's really big in China and people don't know that. Um, but they're basically just buying and selling it from what I know. But um, I've seen exchanges done with merchants in China, with people using their phone. I just don't know if they're on the cellular network or the internet. That's, that's a very good question. I can't see him knocking out the internet and all the fucking so-called 5g, um, quote, wink, wink cell towers. Personally, I think that's a weapon, but, uh, you know, whatever. Um, 5G sucks, man. I keep losing my connections and this and that and everything else. I thought this was supposed to be better. Better for what? I don't want to get into that. That's a whole nother show. So so you get uh you get on the exchange and you leave the money in there, that's on you. That's on you. Crypto Casey, YouTube, type it. Crypto Casey hard storage wallet. Watch it. I would love to get her on here and I may try. It might be a good time that she might. I've asked her and I've asked her and she just ignores me. It's like, that's fine. I don't blame you. So you don't know who the fuck I am. Um, and she really has no reason to, but, um, these people got fucked because they didn't do their homework. You don't leave your crypto sitting on an exchange, period. We don't need self-regulation or self-regulation would be good, but dictated by a government that sees this as a threat, um, (laughs) they're going to make it go away. And you won't need regulation if you are in hard physical possession of your Bitcoin on your storage wallet. So check out BC Vault. Don't let it scare you. This whole thing I just played on CNN, this was, oh, this could be a Lehman moment, and this and that and everything else, and it just might destroy everything. Oh, please, no, no, no. It's a fear. It's fear mongering. Because what, what this broadcast should have said is what I'm saying now. Well, this is what happened. Allegedly, this is why it happened. And this is what you can do to protect yourself. Not, Oh no, this is gloom and doom. You're going to die. They're going to take your money. Bitcoin is going to hell. It's no, no, we tried telling you, no, don't do it. Yeah, I should have listened. You were right. You told me what, how can you help me? You see, you're being played by a bunch of psychopaths and sociopaths, but what do I know? 
behavior is all the same, man. They when they start attacking something from sideways and every other angle and through people that are involved first degree, whether it's a relationship or you're actually using cryptocurrency, they they won't come after you. They'll come after what's next to get to you through fear. And that's what they're doing, in my opinion. Um, so that's why this happened. You have some greedy asshole that thought he could get away with something that the banks do, allegedly, from how I understand it. And it was your money, and you go to your FTX account, and it says zero. Your fault? No. Although I said it was. It happens again now, and you have your money on your exchange. And I'm saying all exchanges. I don't care what they call it or an app or whatever. If you do not back up your crypto on your hard wallet, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose this stuff. Because things are getting tough and really weird already. Oh, shit. My mic's going to fall. It just almost just did. Shit. Uh, Hang on a minute. If I would quit touching it, it would be fine. That's what she said. Okay, so how how do you what do you do? What do you do? what do I do? I'm not giving advice. What do what do I do from here? Or what could one do? It's like, listen, I really don't want to miss out on on this crypto crap because, like I said, in my opinion, it's the only way us peasants we can't do insider trading like Nancy Pelosi and her husband and all these elected servants. Uh, because they don't follow the rules they and laws that they pass for us peasants that doesn't apply to uh, the king and queen and the lords and everything else. Um, that's not a republic. I don't care what you say. We can't do that. We can't get elected as a servant and then come out with millions of dollars like pretty much all of them do. Okay. And we can't do it. They do. Or we'll go to prison, Martha Stewart. Or... But they can do whatever the fuck they want. So in my opinion, for me, losing everything, 58 years old, working my entire life, the only way that I can recover from basically some really horseshit divorced family court fucking laws and people that are assholes that I left in my life, led in my life, I don't have a choice. The only way that I'm going to get any type of recovery Um, with high risk is in the crypto market or for some people, some people make a living off of this, just not, not selling things to people, but they, they actually have a very good income by doing crypto investing or trading like uh, day, day trading. But 
you know, I don't know how they do it. I don't really care how they do it. I've seen some impressive gains daily in me when the market was on a tear a little over a year ago. It's like, holy fuck. I was making in a day what it took me a whole week to work at a job. But what do you what do you do from from here? Like I don't want to do that again. I don't I don't want to invest in a crypto and wake up one day and it's gone. Or my dad or my mom or relatives or you know, which is their business. But who wants to if you're a human and have any type of compassion, who wants to see this news story where people lost all their fucking money? And some of them may have put everything they had into it and it's zero. Who wants to see that? Some people get off on it. Oh, you're a stupid fucker. Told we all told you. Ha 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 ha. And that's the bully mentality, self-centered assholes that you shouldn't have in your life. That's an easy one. Okay, you're not a friend anymore. <laughs> See you later. So what does one do? You're going to have to educate yourself. Now you better get a pen and paper. I'm gonna say all this shit. This is what I do. Okay. Russian television. Uh oh, he's a commie. Mm -hmm. Russian television had boom, boom, bust the Kaiser report, which was Max Kaiser and his wife, Stacy Herbert, which is now a podcast. There was all kinds of great, great, great references for this stuff. Uh, some are gone for some reason or another. Some are still here. Um, for Bitcoin, again, the Bitcoin standard, read the book. Okay. There's other books and we can get into the economy and business cycles and, uh, gold and silver and Mike Maloney and goldprice.org and Robert Kurosaki. I mean, this whole thing is just such a big, vast connected world that you're going to find out on your own that. It's all connected. So I could go, like I said, I could talk about this shit for four hours. Easy. But I want to be specific on crypto. And another book I would really encourage you that's going to piss you off, um, but not not a requirement for this, although it would help a lot, is The Creature from Jekyll Island. But definitely The Bitcoin Standard. So here's some other places you can spend some time doing your own homework, making your own decisions on what you do. Okay. They're all YouTube. Crypto Casey. And I'll pause, not because I'm retarded, because I'm going to let you write this down. Okay. Crypto Casey. All again, YouTube search, YouTube channels. Max Kaiser. K E I S E R. That'll come up as the Red Pill, no, Orange Pill podcast. Type that orange pill podcast. Um, they're everywhere. Him and Stacy are everywhere. Spotify, Apple podcast, whatever the orange pill podcast. Okay. Not specific to crypto, but rich dad, poor dad podcast, Robert Kurosaki. Another one, Mitch. I forgot his last name. I'm doing this all by memory again. Hang on a minute. Mitch. I'm following him on my 
on my YouTube. If this thing would load, this is just horrible. But Mitch is a uh, um, a uh, analyst guy, a technical analysis guy. Mitch, what the hell? Is it? Mitch Ray. Mitch Ray R A Y. Okay, now this guy is just like a technical analysis using all these formulas and things. He's really good. He's really, really good. And not only just does he analyze Bitcoin, he, he'll analyze um, alternate crypto um, stocks, whatever people in the chat room are asking him to do. Mitch Ray. There's another one. Um, maybe I should just go through who I'm subscribed to. I don't really know. Subscriptions, let's say. Um, am I even logged in? What did they do to this? I might not even be logged in or logged in to somebody else. Uh, I am logged in. Is this me? Oh no, I'm on my, <laughs> I'm on my, uh, the original red pill podcast. YouTube account. Let me log off of here really quick. If it lets me. Um, it's not cooperating. Maybe I'll do it on my phone. So give me a second. Like I said, I, I am not prepared. I am guilty as charged. Um, and like I said, this is all winging this stuff. You have to do some homework. You have to. If you're going to survive this stuff, you, you have to. Your channel. Okay, I'm logged in as me on my phone. So let's see. Your channel, your channel. Where is subscription to Hmm. Interesting. And my phone don't want to load either. Oh, here we go. Subscriptions. Uh, if it loads. This is just ridiculous. Maybe I'm eating up all my bandwidth by doing the show. I don't know. Um, there's a gazillion bajillion, like if you type Bitcoin or cryptocurrency in the box for YouTube, just a bunch of shit's going to come up. Um, I would also listen to Peter Schiff. He's the other side of, uh, non-crypto. He doesn't believe in it. And it's always good to get both sides. 